taking your emails and taking your calls. Ignorant and uninformed. Automated? Yeah. That now it's like, well, are you a human saying this? Now I need to check with you. Yeah, I mean, well, I've never need human input. Are you a robot? Enter this plan. Exactly. Like all we're the... not. We're not robots. Captiva, aren't we though? I mean, you could make the argument. We're just we're just slaves robots. of mitochondria, man. Perhaps or bacteria. Amino acids. Yes, no, I know. <laughs> well, hey everybody, welcome, welcome to Ignorant Informed, America's favorite podcast. We are coming to you live from beautiful Keystone, Colorado, here in Consensual Studios at Five Four Five Productions, and we are your hmm. We are your inconsequential hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. I am people. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Eh, we're all going to die. So I have these lists in my head, and then I start going through them. I'm like, no, use that one, use that one. And then I have to find one that I forgot about. And then I'm like, oh, shit. And then I just try to throw. And I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore, and this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show. That's right. And we have a special guest in the studio with us today. You know sometimes we like to have a... Have uh, somebody stop by the studio and uh, hang out with us for uh, 30 minutes at a time. This this week, it's our good friend Tony Madonna. And now that I'm in here, I feel the consensualness. You feel the love. Me. Yeah, that's, that's, that's just that's the roof. That's the water. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's just the roofy collada. The special water. <laughs> but this is your podcast where we take your topics and turn them into our show for 30 minutes of uninterrupted gold. That's the I and you promise. Uh, we're going to talk about whatever we draw out of the bowl. And Max is going to tell you how that bowl comes so flush. It comes so flush by your generous, generous contribution of questions. Your topics. It is your topics that make this show go round. So thank you for that. And please keep them coming. Uh, as I said, questions do make the best topics. And there are a handful of ways that you can get your topics to us. You can email us, topics at ignorantanduninformed.com. You can click the topics button on the website or in the episode descriptions. I think that works on other things. Um, like on the, the places you listen to podcasts that should work. Uh, you can twank us on the Twitters at Ig and Un, or you can hit us up on the Facebooks and become a friend of the show and message the show your topic. Then we will send you a free t-shirt and a free dick haiku. Yay! Oh, it's Kermit the Frog. There was, much, there was much rejoicing. And, and rejoice. That is how... That's how to participate. Work. That's yeah. true. Oh, I also should introduce uh, Sophie, our in-studio therapy dog, uh, who is uh, on the job right now, doing a great job. So thanks. Yes, so much. she actually picked this. She topic. chose the topic. She's approved it, <laughs> and approved uh, it. Tony's gonna use his valuable reading skills. Oh, it's much shorter than the last one we did. <laughs> much, much, much shorter. We should put a word limit on these things. Like, like um, make it a tweet size. This is from Germ Jam with a J. Germ Jam. Oh, oh shit. it's been a minute since we heard from our good buddy yeah, Germ Jam. That's what's so fun. Across the ocean. He was. Lord knows now. He's traveling. And his question is, what is your, I don't get paid enough for this experience? Man, I don't get paid enough. I'm too old for this shit. shit. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. Dude, I I, I I don't know. Pick a day, dude. (laughs) Like, fucking. sometimes I got to deal with a lot of bullshit. At, at running a working in a theater company with oh. with a constant influx and outflow of new people, actors, technicians. Oh, and you have staff members. Like it's 
one of your favorite out events is is coming up, isn't it? Your annual favorite event, oh, isn't that? Yep, the belly dancing show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's coming. Mm-hmm. Oh lord, she's I coming. saw a sign uh, for fuck. It. Yeah, fuck. Sorry. Did it open yeah. up your head? It's sold out apparently. So awesome. I got re- there's rehearsal on. I got a prep on Friday. There's rehearsal on Saturday. So my weekend's just going to be fun. <laughs> just shot with belly dancing. Shock full of mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, it'll be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be, it's fun. That's definitely one of those moments where I'm like, I don't get paid enough for this shit, but uh, I got to deal Funny with enough, that. I think me, Jeff, and Max have had the same thought process in the same spot, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just probably not at the same time. Yes. Not quite. <laughs> True story. Well, I was going to say, like, every job I feel like I've quit. I've reached that point of, like, nope, not worth it. Sure. Um, at least for me. Jeff, you're... How about the whole owning I would your say, own business? Oh, owning your own... Nah. I don't think I've ever said that in a business. Yeah, it's all right. Working in a restaurant, though, that's oh. every fucking day, man. <laughs> every fucking day. Is there, is there, you kind of is there enough you that talk you yourself. could get paid? The times That's another you have to clean up vomit. Oh, I've been there. Yeah, you're like seven times on one yeah, Sunday. You could pay me enough. Ugh. You know, I mean, you are, but if I had my choice, you know, seriously, seven times on one Sunday. Yeah, it was awful. Holy! It shit. started. It and started, these aren't even children. These are like grown ass adults who are too fucking drunk. I think two or three were children. Four of them were adults. Yes, mm. and one of them was at 11 a.m. Ordered a pitcher of Coors Light. <laughs> drank out of the pitcher. Ran to the bathroom, threw up in the arcade and in the bathroom. Yeah. Oh. So two were one person. Sure. He was. Shit. He was wasted the second he walked in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think when the woman shit on the wall too. That oh, was like, I, I do just remember not that. Paid enough for this. Thankfully, I didn't have to clean that up. But she shit on the wall. Yeah, I do remember shit that. on the wall. Like drop trowel and just decided to like, like stood on the toilet. Looked like she stood on the toilet and like blasted the back wall. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> no, that just that seems like a South Park. Oh, absolutely! Clip. But that's More not so. the only time it happened. What I've uh, seen multiple times where it's always the women's it's room. Like explosive shit on the wall. Gross. How did? Or did it looks like or another time it? a woman looked like she had pooped in her hand and then smeared it on a wall, which just blew me away in its own. Back eye. to our primate roots. Yes, she marked her territory. Pooping. I did not get paid enough. <laughs> so. Damn, son. Wow. Yeah, like working at the bank, I don't think I ever said that. I don't know. Okay. Not you all my got... jobs. I mean, it just I've comes had... down to what you I... actually have to do during said job. Yeah, those moments of like... It's like, what's in your job description? <laughs> dealing with, with problems that occur in large groups of people, like the public, dealing with the public in general. I've had those experiences at the theater where like, you know, the, the shit's overflowing, like the toilet's backed mm. up and... The room's flooded, and there's little turds floating around, and you're trying to, like, there's a floor drain, but it's not working, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. So you're like, and you're trying, you know, at the, in the theater world, like, the intermission is 15 minutes long, and you're trying to get 200-plus people in and out of a bathroom mm. that's, you know, got six stalls, but still, like, that's, you know, it's just a lot of people. Like, it's a lot of waste. Through, you know what I mean? And it, and we've, it's just, there's days when you're like, ah, this not fucking not getting paid enough. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. just, you know, the just weird shit happens. The, the, sh- the hits just keep on coming. You're just like, whoa. It's like, okay, if any one of these things would be too much, but all of them occurring in the same day. But, you know, you carry on. You pull the yourself up storm. by the bootstraps, which is, I think, physically impossible to do. But <laughs> uh, And yes, for lots of ways, yes. That is a very toxic myth that we yeah. like to believe in. 
Um, I was actually just watching uh, the new season of Adam Ruins Everything, and they were talking about that, like the myths that Americans believe in, and uh, pulling yourself up by the bootstraps is one of the first ones they talk. What about. anyone can be a billionaire, right? Yeah, it's true. Without just, help, too. just work that's, hard and try. That's the thing. It's that we don't need help. Just it's that try. you can all do it yourself. Yeah, that doesn't um, work. But I'm curious because both Jeff and Tony, you guys were talking about like picking up like physically gross things and how like that was the cutoff of being like I'm not getting paid enough for this shit but has there been like a... oh every Sunday football I don't get paid enough to deal with those people either well I was gonna say like an emotionally like is there an emotional example oh absolutely that you're dealing that? with some customers or even fellow employees it's like yeah I don't you... I'm tired of babysitting adults yeah. okay when you, get, when you get chewed out like someone's like just they're yeah. they're not mad at you specifically maybe they are but like you know, they're just going off on you and unloading, and you're just like, fuck, I don't get, I don't have to deal with this bullshit. I don't get paid enough to deal with your issues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair, because that's kind of what I was thinking, because that's what's always, it's never been, like, physical grossness that has draw, driven me to be like, okay, I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. Yeah. But it's always been more of, like, the emotional yeah, sure. toll. Like, with one of the first yeah. restaurants I worked at. I made a shitload of money, but I was working for like a racist drunk who, um, yeah, but that was not very pleasant. Um, and that man's name was Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese <laughs> working fuck, for the mouse. Fuck that mouse! I know. <laughs> <laughs> the other mouse. No one talks about his cousin, Mickey's cousin, Chucky. Yeah. <laughs> Chuck, I'm sorry, Chuck. It's Charles um, E. Cheese. Charles oh, Edwards oh. Cheese. Oh, is that really what it is? Charles no, Edwards. his middle name is Excitement. Oh. I thought it was Esquire. Fuck. All right. Charles Esquire Cheese. <laughs> um, uh, what about, so, have you been, like, chewed out by, by patrons of the theater? I've gotten that sometimes. Coworkers? Ticketing issues, like, oh. that generally are not my fault or, like, somebody. Sure. I mean, because I don't really deal with ticketing, but sometimes it's just like, oh, I'm the guy who's opening that, running the lobby that night. Because sure. we all trade off on that. We get a couple shifts a week when we're running shows, obviously. And then if it's more like event season like it is now, I'm just there all the time running technical stuff. And that's more dealing with, like, the client, you know, the people that are doing the performance or showing, doing the conference. Like, we have a conference in there tomorrow. It's like a presentation type thing. Hmm. So I'm trying to deal with, like... I got to get a PowerPoint presentation up and running and who all, but it'll be fun. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. I built a, I built a, like a podium for the theater because we've had enough of these events. It's like, we need like a real podium. And so I just put, slap something together. I think it looks pretty good. I cool. made a cool sign uh, with my laser cutter. That was pretty dope. <clears throat> but yeah, I think my, most of my complaints are more like hours related. Like when I'm, uh, you know, sitting there okay. at 4 a.m. Like I could see having that. A build that makes sense. Set, yeah, that's pretty Trying brutal. to get a load in done because there's a fucking, there's a dress rehearsal or a designer run or whatever it is tomorrow. And it's just like there's just not enough resources and not enough time to get all this done. So I'm just going to push and keep going. And there are days, you know, nights when I'm like sitting there by myself and, Although I've been pretty fortunate. I've I've kind of gotten a little bit better handle on things where I don't have to stay all night. When right. we first opened that building, I stayed overnight, I don't know, dozens of times. That's brutal. Holy fuck. Yeah, you know, and so I made I made the promise to myself. I got through that first kind of opening year in the new building, which was is like three times the operational uh situation than our old little tiny theater was because this place has three venues and they're, they're much bigger spaces <clears throat> we have different resources and whatever but 
uh, you know, so like there were, and so I, I was like, okay, no more sunrises at the theater. I will not watch the sunrise at work. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and I've, I've stuck to that since that first kind of big opening season. I mean, I can attest I've to fortunate. that too. I've had some late nights for sure, but. I can attest to the hour thing too. It's totally yeah, a different right? scenario, but even playing with the band, I'm like, I would so much rather play seven to 10, not 10 <laughs> to one. Like, are, are there any venues that when up you guys, here? like, play most of the time? Predominantly, 10 p.m. Like to 1 Like, late nights? Like, Nine. you guys go on at 10? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Because a lot of the things we are at, well, mother like, Mother Loaded Tavern, we're, we are at bars that have business that shut down at 9, but we still have to wait for tables to be cleared, so then we set up at 9.30, so we play at 10. So it's not like a venue where you can just have a stage and set up your stuff and play, because there's not a lot up here for that kind of thing. No. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, it's the late night gig, and sometimes I'm like, you know what? <laughs> it would be nice to even get paid more or change our hours to some point. But at this, I mean, at the end of the day, I like playing drums, so I can do it. And we've all talked about making a better situation for all of us. But as far as hours are concerned, I would like not to break down my drum set at 2 a.m. <laughs> that seems yeah, fair. <laughs> I walk, So after I graduated college, I stayed in the town where the university guess, was yeah. for a couple, for like a month or two and was working telemarketing. And I lasted maybe like six shifts before one day I just took a break and then just left. Hey, me Perfect. too. Oh yeah. I did telemarketing for like a week. It's like, dude, fuck. This. <laughs> like, There's not enough money in the world. <laughs> no, yeah. For sure. Just like just totally left. It did you, you just back. ghosted him? Like didn't you I did the tell same him? thing. Did you really? Yeah, yeah. Jeff. Good on you, brother. And then I showed up a week later. Like, do you have my paycheck? <laughs> <laughs> You're damn right. Yeah, man. Dude. Cut from the same cloth. Worst fucking job. Dude. Well, yeah, it's probably one of the worst jobs I ever had. I I remember I was one of my favorite stories was like, you know, and they tell you when you're doing that stuff, like, do not veer off the script. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, read the screen. And I was like, cool, you know, whatever. That's stupid. It's for Scholastic and like, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Like, uh, and they're like, yeah, there's something about like yeah. the book fair people. Uh, yeah, like the publishing yeah, like company. Textbooks um, and stuff? Yeah. yeah. And uh, But I remember veering off the script and mentioning something about, like, Scholastic, oh, yeah, you know, the people that brought you Harry Potter. And I was an old man on the on the other line, and he's like, Harry Potter's the devil. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was like, Lesson uh, learned, right? Uh, uh, so I'm not getting the sale? <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh. Uh, so, oh. so can I mark you down for yeah. three? <laughs> okay. Uh, lesson, you know what? I'd love to send learned. you a complimentary copy. <laughs> To the script. We are going to sign you up for a complimentary lifetime subscription. God, that's funny. I forgot I even did that fucking job. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's awesome. I mean, it was only a week. So. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It wasn't a big part of my life. No. I no. sold long distance. I was oh. one of those assholes. Oh, I was definitely selling some, like, uh, America's Greatest Hymns. <laughs> <laughs> So that's why you probably didn't want to bring up Harry Potter. Well, I'm those, sorry. It didn't, the, that target demographic. It didn't occur to me that, oh, at the time. Up. Yeah. It's like, you I know. mean, it wouldn't occur to me now. I'd probably make that mistake again. I'm wondering. I'm trying to think of Insert like what was my – I've never – I've quit jobs, I guess. I've never been fired from a job. No, oh, that was college, baby. Getting fired from jobs? I got jobs? fired from a handful of jobs. Oh, did you? Uh, that's because I just didn't give a shit. That's fair. Went on vacation once. Didn't even tell. I him. got. I got. <laughs> you're, uh, you're fired. Why? I've uh, quit all mine and got fired from one. Nice. I guess my job at the grocery store. I was an overnight clerk at a 24 hour grocery oh, store. God, I bet you saw some shit. That was kind of the worst job 
that I when, ever had. So when, when in was Florida? This? Dude, I was 19. It was okay, like one of my very college, first jobs. Yeah. yeah, like I was my first summer home from college. Yeah. yeah that's how, it, that's had, how the guy in El Paso, when he moved here, he was yeah. the overnight at Conoco in Brick. Oh, first, yeah. first job. It's crazy. Like, so like, and, and so what they don't tell you about this is like, you're basically in charge. Like you're kind of the only manager. There's no other manager. It's just you in the store. And I wasn't even a manager. I was just a clerk. Like yeah. I was just. You were nineteen. Guy. You're in charge. Yeah. But like, and I <laughs> had. Shit to... goes down. You're the only one that's. And, and the thing is, and like, so what they don't tell you about overnight markets is they actually close for about thirty minutes every day, because you have to like reset all the computers and balance out the books at the uh, end of the day. So at two a.m. That makes sense. Yeah. I had to close the store. That makes sense. By myself. Sure. Nobody else there, and like there were if there were people in the store, they had to like wait. Um, because I had to close out the register and like replace all the drawers in all twenty fucking registers. Jesus. Where was this? And this was at an Albertsons. It was Holy an overnight grocery shit. store. Damn, dude! Like, a, imagine King Supers. Like, yeah, yeah, big, you know, yeah. Like, it was a little bigger. It was like a like, uh, yeah, King Super size, I guess. But it was that was that job. I did not last very long. I did not like the overnight counter. Job. Oh hell no! Uh, but then I got to go home at like I went home at like six a.m. So the two a.m. close was like basically right in the middle of my shift. I, got, I came in, I started at ten, and then usually like you know there were other people that like got cut by some people got cut at eleven. Some people would go home at midnight, and then usually from about midnight till four it was just me. And then there was like another clerk who would come in. The cleaning crew would come in at like five, and then I would usually leave by six. Anyway, but that was that job was not fun because it was it, it was first of all way too much responsibility to give to a nineteen year old. I was no I shit. was way over my head. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, <laughs> and uh, I'm in charge, and all I'm in right. charge, and then like and then a... what was inevitably four people wanted to check out at two a.m. Like, of course, and you're just like, I, I'm so sorry. I I literally the computer like has a countdown thing that I cannot open until two thirty, like. And, and you would like get into this. Did you ever just like make back. an announcement like, "Hey, y'all"? Yeah, we had to make an announcement. And be like, "Hey, the the registers." People just cruise out with their stuff. The reg. Oh, all the time. Yeah, yeah. People would just dash for the door because they because I was in the room and the safes only open like it was a time safe, so I could only open it. <laughs> Seems a, like a great operation. From, <laughs> it was scary. Man. That could be like, more efficient. A friend of mine was like an assistant manager, and she was in my high school class. Like, so she was the same age as me, and they made her an assistant manager of the store. Yeah. And so then an opening in the liquor, the attached liquor store came up. Oh. And then I switched over to the liquor yeah. store job. I mean, I've heard those stories. Also a terrible job for a 19-year-old. <laughs> the temptation well, alone whatever. was way too much. And then I got, I got complaints at that job because, like, it was the local liquor store. So, like. So you didn't know the locals? Well, no, because, yeah, there were some people who were, like, expected me to know exactly what their order was, and they bought the same thing every day. And you'd see, like, a bunch of homeless people kind of come in with their, like, change, and they'd buy the same thing, like, you know, a pint of vodka or, you know, just like a little hand, like a small mm-hmm. half pint or whatever from behind the thing. And there's you could tell there were people who, like, struggle with alcohol consumption. Like, if they bought the whole bottle, they'd probably end up drinking the whole thing in one day instead of... Or they couldn't afford it. Well, I think it, it was never that issue. It was because it was, I think it was because they literally bought the same thing every day to keep their intake at a certain level so they wouldn't like binge and drink a whole bottle. Yeah. And it was just, so some of the shit that I just saw in that liquor store was, that was kind of rough. I didn't enjoy that as much. Yeah. But, uh, but that job I ended up leaving because, of course, I went back to school. But I probably had things continued as, 
it was with all the the product kind of going missing at inventory time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, for various got out reasons. Of there at the right time. Yeah, I think there was one day when did I tell you about the cops that showed up that one day? Fuck, I don't know, man. So We've they been did... doing this podcast for a long time. Dude, I, don't I know. know I've heard. Some I don't know if I want to incriminate stories. myself. Enough. But I mean, I think the statute of limitations <laughs> statute has of limita- passed. Yeah, it's, it's... we're nigh on twenty years now. Yeah, I think it'll be all right. So I, I think still run right. for president. Woo, woo! They're coming for me. That'd be awesome. Uh, anyway, but uh, one day it was like inventory, and th- they were doing, you know, and the manager had to do the inventory, and the manager was someone who I literally saw once or twice the entire time I worked there, which was. You know, I don't know, six months, like I, because I kind of kept that job for a little while. Anyway, uh, and they, uh, I want to say that was when they moved me to overnight cashier. They did. I worked at the liquor store first, <laughs> and you were a liability. And then, well, one day I came in, and there were like cops in the store, and they were like with the manager who had hired me, and they were upstairs, like. In the footage room, like looking at the the videos oh, and all shit. this other shit, and then and then I went down to the liquor store and and to like start my shift, and the manager was like really upset because they were like, oh yeah, we did all this inventory and there's like all this stuff is missing and blah blah blah, we don't know where it is, and so they were going over the footage, and I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna they're gonna find out that it was <laughs> me. I've been popped. I've been taking the extra, <laughs> li- you know, Pocket I'm in. 19, like I'm you know taking. Just anything and everything I can get <laughs> yeah. my hands on. Yeah, with no thoughts All the extra like shit. Yeah. inventory. Now, there's no proof that any of this ever actually occurred. <laughs> of course. So this is in no way an admission of guilt. They no. can't. Nothing uh, is is set in stone. <laughs> no. Innocent until proven guilty. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so that was that was uh, my experience. And then and then I did. I moved to the overnight cashier. Did you? But if they were worried about me, like if stealing, I was a liability, they would not have, would put, not have put me alone register. in the store, right? I At think the it time was, when the safe opens, no. Yeah. Well, maybe right. that's maybe that's what they were trying to do to like. Maybe they were like setting me up. Oh, no. You know right. what I mean? Oh, let's see if he steals some money now. Yeah. Get, let's, okay. I don't be... think how you do it. That's how you do business. Did you get questioned by the cops when they were? No. They never They never okay. came down yeah. to the liquor store, but the manager was like, oh, my God, did you know anything? I was like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, no. And it could have been, it, you know, in my head, it was like they were, they were like, someone's stealing shit from the liquor store. But right. I, they, it might have been. Oh, dude! Something there could have been completely different. You know, maybe been... some crazy incident happened the night before, and I didn't know about it. They had to review for someone brought a gun in. I don't know, whatever, Ooh, whatever it was. But... Or it could have been one of your coworkers was stealing. I should follow up with my with my <laughs> manager and be like, "Hey, whatever, whatever happened there? Do you remember 19 years ago? When... Do you remember that job? <laughs> like, what the fuck was that? She ended up dating a friend of mine." Anyway, I don't know. Good times. It was weird. Good it was a weird time. She was also one of the first people that I knew to like have her own apartment. Like, but this is you know in that same kind of like first. We're all going off to college. We're all yeah. living in the dorms. She was going to school at UCF and like got an apartment that was. I think it was she was she didn't have roommates. Like she just had her own apartment. And maybe mom and dad footed the bill. Maybe she did it herself. She was a go getter. I don't know. She's a smart kid, but yeah, I'm not sure what she's doing now. There you go. Hit up on the the social media. I should. I should. So what about? So we've all talked about like <laughs> jobs where this was like I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. But like, as I was sitting here thinking, it's like, oh no, there's definitely been some women and some relationships where it's like <laughs> uh, this is not this is worth not it. worth it. Yes, I am. I am and now I'm over not, this. I'm not getting enough reciprocation yeah, of yeah, uh, yeah, value is, in this. Yes, it is not whether worth it's monetary it. or not. 
Sure. I mean, we all know <laughs> ladies ladies cost some money sometimes, especially in the, you know, early stages, the datings. That's the truth. You know? Sometimes. Like, well, yeah. So in that sense, I'm not getting paid enough. It's not worth it because you're spending money. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the opposite. Yeah. Of well, I mean, it's just all about like value. Spending too much yeah. for this shit. Right? Where it's like, oh, what I'm putting in is, eh, I'm not getting out what I am putting in. Right. Whether we're talking you. occupations or relationships or it's true or what have you. Um, I don't know. You ever had those kind of epiphany moments? Oh, for sure. I went on a senior trip and came back to Colorado, to here, actually, and yeah. then decided... It was like over my birthday. I was like, you know what I'm going to do for my birthday present? I'm going to break up with this girl that all my friends hated. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I did. It was a great birthday present. Freedom. Freedom. Yes. Freedom. I, uh, I, 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 I don't know that I've had that experience myself. I've helped others come to that realization. Hmm. My, my good friend uh, Matt was at one point in college. We were He was with this girl who was just awful. Just, just yeah. I mean, she was fine. He and but together <laughs> backpedal that pretty quick. <laughs> the two of them together was a horrible situation. And you know when you're when you're that young, you know you're in your early twenties, late teens. Like you don't know what what a good relationship is. Hopefully you've had a couple examples in your life, but you know what I mean. Like it's, it's like, and everyone you're kind of blinded by that. First. Yeah, you know, kind of those first few relationships. You're learning what it is to be in a relationship at that level. You know, it's not like high school girlfriends or, you know, this is like the first people are taking steps in their lives and whatever. But uh, so we went on this trip. We went to Russia. I think I've talked about this trip several times. Ah, yes. yes. It's because it's one of the really only extensive travel situations in my life uh, outside the country for sure. But it was it was eye opening. You know, it was it was a, a an awakening of all of us kind of in our place in the world. And it was a time for introspection and reflection and, uh, you know. And Matt was, uh, he was, he was sort of like starting to flirt with like other girls and stuff and, and a little bit. And so of course his girlfriend just jumped all over that because she, cause we were overseas. This is back in the days before international calls were like even possible. FaceTime wasn't a thing. <laughs> Online chat was barely a thing. Skype, I don't think was a thing. So, you know, like they went two and a half weeks without talking to each other. When they were, you know, basically living together in college. So then he comes back and he, you know, he's like, he's kind of had some awakenings about himself, awakenings about himself and his ideas and what a relationship should be. And so like the first thing he does when they get back is that he broke up with this girl and she was livid, devastated. Well, then she, of course, she was, she was devastated at first. Then she got angry. She kind of went through all the stages. Yeah. All the stages. And like, and, and, you know, the, I, I don't know why, but I slept on the couch at some point, and I, she just slept curled up outside his bedroom door. Like, wow. she, he had kicked her out. And, uh, oh, it's because our house was kind of full. So, like, other people were. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Because, like, a bunch of the group, like, some people had moved out of their dorms or whatever for the summer. It was, like, summer session. Okay. So, we were all back. We had an apartment. So, a bunch of people crashed at our house and then like went back to their respective homes the next day. Cause we flew back to Dude. anyway. But Crazy. I remember like she was balled up outside, like a, like a, like oh. a beaten dog, man. Just like oh. she was, so but then the next day it was sad. just nothing but accusations to everybody. <laughs> well, like you fucked him over there. Didn't you? And like, like to gr the girls who were like, right. he, like she was, or the guys. Ben. She's like, you fucked him. Didn't you? You turned him, 
You, you and him are gay now. <laughs> you Jesus, turned you turned him out. Jesus says the gays are bad. You know she was a little crazy, but anyway. Wow. But that was a, that was an interesting experience. But yeah, you know, good fair. for him. He I think he kind of realized on that trip that he's like I'm not getting paid enough for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was his yeah. You know, yeah. yeah and it absolutely. was a good move for him because he ended up uh, you know he yeah. dated a few other girls between then. But then he uh, Kara's very sweet. You know, and then he found his. Uh, his his lobster. Shout out Glen Oak. What up, yeah. Kara? I see you. <laughs> Kara Wharton. Good friends of ours. Good friends of the show. Good friends of us. Uh, I don't know. What is what is what else we got? I, is that about it? <laughs> We're at time. We're pretty damn close. Uh, any any parting thoughts from I don't know. Tony? Mm. Jeff? Don't uh, fuck you. up your life. Don't, don't fuck mm. up your life. <laughs> Were you signing off on that? Or We're not, not, I, I was just thinking. <laughs> We're not, you're not getting paid enough for this, Jeff. Don't don't worry about it. Too I feel like the older I've gotten, the, the less I've said that because I think you figure your shit out. Yeah. In situations like, you don't put yourself in. I had to think a lot about a job that was like, like we all have days where we're like, fuck this shit, right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, they, you know, for the most part, there's so the, the positives should outweigh the negatives. And I feel like I've done pretty well with that in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know a couple of my friends have gotten to that point in their life where they're like, okay, I'm cutting everything out of my life and starting from scratch because this is too much. Because yeah. you oh, said yeah. yes to too many things. Mm-hmm. And some of those things that you like an and you might dabble back into, but oh, you just yeah. need to like wipe slate mm-hmm. clean and then be like, okay, what do I want to spend my time on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I think that's where that rebuilding mm-hmm. goes and where mm-hmm. you start being like, no, this is enough to get paid to do yep. what I'm doing. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. But scorched well, I think that's a very introspective, uh, wise way to end this podcast. So, <laughs> hey, thanks for downloading and listening to Ignorant Uninformed, America's favorite podcast. We've been your hosts, Mr. Jeff Watson. Damn right. Mr. Max Sarakistan Sarak. Mm-hmm. I'm Ben Hollywood Whitmore. Special thanks to our in-studio guest, Mr. Tony Madonna. Yes. And and Soph. Thanks, yes. Soph. And uh, we'll be back next week with brand new episodes of Hottest Fresh. It's all up in your grill. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash ignorant uninformed. Twank us on the Twitter, at ig and un. Follow us on Twitter. Uh, send us your topics to topics at ignorantuninformed.com or check out all the podcasts at ignorantuninformed.com. Hit that submit a topic button. That way we'll get you a topic in the bowl and you can get a t-shirt and a dick haiku if we release your topic once again into the world. That's it for us this week. We'll be back next week with a brand new Epidose. Peace out.